Greetings to all my tech heads out there in the Kev Techify Nation. And if you're new here, welcome. In this episode, we're going to look at network security policies. We'll be discussing network security domains, business policies, security policies, bring your own device policies, and regulatory and standards compliance. This episode is part of my series on network security. I'm Kevin here at Kev Techify. Let's get this adventure started. There are 14 network security domains specified by the IOS, the International Organization of Standards, and the EIC, the International Electrotechnical Commission. These are areas that network security, these are areas of network security that you should think about that you should have part of your network security policy to then defend on. First one here is the information security policies itself. This this is designed to ensure that security policies are created, reviewed, and maintained. The next one, organization of information security. This is the government's model set out by an organization for the information security. It assigns responsibilities for information security tasks within the organization. Then we have human resource security. This addresses security responsibilities relating to employees joining, moving within, and leaving an organization. Then we have asset management. This concerns the way the organization create an inventory of and classification scheme for its information assets. We have access control. This describes the restriction of access rights to network systems, applications, functions, and data. Then we have cryptography. This concerns data encryption and the management of sensitive information to pr protect confidentiality, integrity, and availability, that, that CIA triad. Then we have physical and environmental security. This describes the protection of the physical computer facilities and equipment within an organization. The next network security domain we have is operation security. This describes the management of technical security controls in a system and networks, including malware defenses, data backup, logging and monitoring, vulnerability management, and audit considerations. This domain is also concerned with the integrity of software that is used for business operations. Then we have communication security. This concerns the security of data as it's communicated on networks, both within an organization and between organizations and third parties such as customers or suppliers. The next domain we have is system acquisition, development, and maintenance. This ensures that information security remains a central concern in an organization's process across the entire life cycle in both public and private networks. We have supplier relationships. What we're looking at here is the specification of contractual agreements that protect an organization's information and technology assets here that are accessible by third parties that provide supplies and services to your organization. 
the Information Security Incident Management Domain. This describes how to anticipate and respond to information security breaches. The next domain is Business Continuity Management. What this is, is it looks at the protection, maintenance, and recovery of business critical processes and system. And the final network security domain we have is compliance. This describes the process here of ensuring conformance with information security policies, standards, and regulations. If you like this episode on network security policies and you get value out of it, and depending upon the platform you're using, please click that like button, give a five-star rating, leave a comment. Doing this supports the channel, which in turn helps me bring you more great content. Click that notification bell to turn on notifications to be alerted every time I release a new episode, and there are quite a few episodes headed your way. You can also visit my website at kevpeckify.com for all my details and how to get these episodes in video and podcast form. Business policies are the guidelines that are developed by an organization to govern, govern its actions. Now, the policy defines the standards of correct behavior for the business and its employees. In networking, policies here are def define the activities that are allowed on the network. This sets a baseline for acceptable use. If behavior that violates business policy is detected on the network, it's possible that a security breach has occurred. There are three areas, company policies, employee policies, and security policies. Company policies here, these policies establish the rule of conduct and responsibility of both employees and employers. Policies protect the rights of workers as well as the business interests of employers. Now, depending upon the needs of the organization, various policies and procedures establish rules regarding employee conduct, attendance, dress code, privacy, and other areas related to the terms and conditions of employment. Next, we have employee policies. These policies are created and maintained by human resources staff to identify employee salary, pay schedules, employee benefits, work schedules, vacations, and a lot more. They're often provided to new employees to review and sign. And last, we have security policies. These policies identify a set of security objectives for your company. Find the rules of behavior for users and administrators and specify system requirements. Now, these objectives, rules, and requirements collectively together ensure the security of a network and the computer systems in your organization. Much like the continuity plan, a security policy is constantly evolving based on changes in threat landscape, vulnerabilities, and business and employee requirements. Security policies are used to inform users, staff, and managers of the organization's requirements for protecting technologies and information assets. Now, a security policy also specifies the mechanisms that are needed to meet security requirements and provide a baseline from which to acquire, configure, and audit computer systems and networks for compliance. Some items that may be included in a security policy are 
identification and authentication policy. This specifies authorized persons that can have access to the network resources and, and identifies verification procedures. Then we have password policies. This ensures passwords meet minimum requirements and are changed regularly. We can also have acceptable use policy or AUP. This identifies network applications and uses that are acceptable to the organization. It may also identify ramifications if this policy is violated. Then we have remote access policy. Identifies how remote users can access a network and what is accessible via that remote connection. Then we have network maintenance policy. This specifies network device operating systems and end user application update procedures. And finally, it may include incident handling procedures. And this describes how security incidents are handled. Many organizations must now also support bring your own devices, also known as BYOD. What this does, it enables employees to use their own mobile devices, such as phones or maybe even laptops, tablets. And what they can do is access company systems, software, networks, and other information. This can bring in increased information security risk because the bring your own device can lead to data breaches and greater liability for your organization. Bring your own device security best practices can be Password protected access. Use a unique password for each device and account. Then we can have manually control wireless connectivity. Turn off Wi-Fi and Bluetooth connectivity when not in use. Connect only to trusted networks. We can then another part of the policy is keep updated. What we're looking at here is always keep the device operating system and other software updated. Updated software often contains security patches to mitigate against the latest threats and exploits. Backup data. Enable backup of the device in case it's lost or stolen. You lose your device, you have a backup of that data. Then we can enable find my device. Subscribe a device to a locator service with a remote wipe feature. Having that remote wipe feature is very important. That way you can wipe your device if it's lost, if it's if it's somewhere else where it shouldn't be. Then another part of the policy, we can provide antivirus software. Now, this is for approved bring your own devices. You can't necessarily support or have antivirus software for all the devices maybe you have a list of devices you support and for those you will support antivirus and finally will you can have a mobile device management software and what this does is it enables your information technology teams to implement security settings and software configurations on all devices that connects to your networks There are external regulations regarding network security. Network security professionals must be familiar with the laws and code of ethics that are binding on the information system security, or InfoSec for short, professionals. Now, many organizations here are mandated to develop and implement security policies. 
Compliance regulations define what organizations are responsible for providing and also the liability if they fail to comply. The compliance regulations here that an organization is obligated to follow depend on the type of organization, what does your organization do, and then the data that that organization handles. It was my pleasure to provide you with this wonderful episode on network security policies. If you like this episode and you got value out of it, and depending upon what you're using, please click that like button, give a five-star rating, leave a comment. This all helps me bring you more great content. Please take a minute to subscribe to my channel and click that notification bell. That way you're going to be alerted every time I release a new episode and there's a lot more episodes headed your way. All my socials and contact information are on my website, kevtechify.com, and you can get all these episodes in video and podcast form. In the upper right is my playlist for my series on network security. In the bottom right is one of my favorite videos that I linked just for you. Thank you so much for watching this episode of my series on network security. Once again, I'm Kevin. This is Kev Techify. I'll see you next time for another great adventure.